Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. How effective they are depending on our law mechanism. And of course, you have police officers that are disempowered to act effectively and quickly. So an interdict is as effective as the judicial system is. And if the judicial system is not effective, then we have this problem of where uh, people are killing their loved ones. The interdicts itself can prevent the escalation of gender-based violence in the midst of it. But shouldn't there be an understanding between the two parties about what an interdict really is? Absolutely. But Salma, can I just quickly take this one step before it, before that? Yes. I think it's very important, before you're contemplating the drastic step of taking an interdict or getting an interdict against your husband or your lover or somebody that is uh, perpetrating violence, there should be some sort of intervention at societal level. And that is the critical aspect. Many people thinking that it's not my business, so therefore I should not interfere, that is exacerbating the problem in the community. Now, to answer your question, what the party should effectively understand, what is the purport and the reach of an interdict? An interdict is like telling you to stop doing what you are doing. But that has the potential of making things worse rather than solving a problem. That is why I'm advocating that there should be active societal intervention in place, empowered in terms of the law. And yes, the law does empower society to take effective measures to eradicate the scourge of gender-based violence. Can you give us maybe two examples of tangible ways in which people can take action, no matter where their social or economic standing is in community, against gender-based violence? The obvious one is when you are confronted with somebody. There is a telltale sign that that person is either an abused or a beaten-up person. There are so many giveaway signs, the nervousness, the person using over makeup on the face and the bodies, and they're covering the bodies up, etc. That shows signs of an abuse, physical and or mental. And if at that point you start asking very subtle questions without intervening on the privacy of the individual, you will notice that there's something drastically wrong. I have done this quite on quite a few occasions, and I have found that there was something terribly wrong with a relationship. And it is at that point in time, you then get a social worker in the community. There are a lot of community-based people that would then try to intervene secretly with the victim to ascertain whether there is a problem or not. Remember, your average abuser is not a sick person. He's a normal human being who has a sense of a demonic sense of power, and he thinks that he can take advantage of a weak and disenfranchised woman who is depending on him for finance and, and, and comfort. So that is the first step. The second step is to be taken is directly. This is important. Directly. Society should, as soon as a person is found to be, be, to be abused. Now, uh, now remember, we live in, we're still living in tight-knit communities where you can see, hear, feel something going wrong next door. You directly intervene instead of saying, not my business. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.